up nicely. It's the Drew and Fuse Show. The Drew and Fuse Show. The Drew and Fuse Show. Yeah, they clean up nicely. Daft Punks in the building. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode. I am not Fusomania. And I am not Drew Pierce. Boy, it's 2023. Can you believe it? Yeah, one week, no alcohol, except for uh, some liquid death here. I gotta say, I feel better than I've felt in a long time. It's wild how that works, huh? It's crazy how that works. But it's all right, because this is the Jordan year, and I'm getting fresh and clean. Jordan year, fresh and clean. So one question I have for you before we jump into today's guest is, uh, what do you feel has been the hardest part of the week so far with not drinking? Uh, if anybody is out there is, you know, thinking about doing the dry January, we know we have a couple people that have joined us with this uh, in comments and stuff. So what has your, been your biggest struggle with it? So far... It's just fucking boring. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Other than being boring, I yeah, once I had the mindset of doing it, it wasn't a problem. Um, and then the second time that it was a, a struggle was on my flight home last night. Uh, I got stuck in the middle because everyone's flying. I had a layover in Atlanta. Everybody's flying here for the national championship game from uh you know the bulldogs oh, so you were in first class you were in the back with the dudes so i got i got stuck in the middle seat and i was just like this for five fucking hours and that's when i was like bartender i need about 10 drinks here to survive so that was really really hard other than that you know i just took a couple deep breaths and suffered through it and I, I lived for me. It's been a week of no drinks. And I feel like we sound like complete alcoholics when we're talking about this, like we're drinking every day, <laughs> but I don't, <laughs> I don't drink every day. So, but the hardest part was I made it through all my gigs this week, which were long gigs at the bar you know, Friday was a little bit of a struggle just because it's the Friday after New Year's Eve. And then Saturday was normal Saturday at the club. And then Sunday with the Bengals game and being down there and that environment made it through all that fine. It wasn't until we had a nice Ashley and I had a nice dinner last night where I was like, boy, I could really, really want to drink right now. And then, you know, you just got to tell yourself, I think you said it, you know, best where it's like, it's not about the instant gratification. It's about the gratification of feeling good the next day. And if you can remember that, I think it's important and uh, it helps. It's a, it's a mindset thing. So everyone says to live in the moment and that's, you know, the best part this, <clears throat> I think for not drinking, you have to live for tomorrow's moment and not the moment moment. So yeah. that's, that's what I'm struggling with. And you know, you, it's going to be good so far. So good. Well, that's good. Real quick. Just want to say, if you haven't been on DMS yet, to use the promo code Drew and Fuse Show, it'll get you thirty percent off your first month of activation. Also, um, use the promo code DAFS D A F S at Briggs Beard Company. You got those drops of Jupiter today? You're gonna you're gonna drop them all over your face or what? <laughs> oh, look at that! This is it's some places you got to pay for this, but right here you get it free. <laughs> oh, if you uh, got a beard let me, let me get my uh briggs uh comb oh boy in. get it all looking crispy yeah there you go oh man it smells so good you were like a five before and now you're like a 6.9 <laughs> <laughs> so. like <laughs> so anyway uh we got a great guest for you guys today you probably already know him because we're uh, oh we, we have a new wait, wait 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 we have to rewind one second i'm sorry rewind. we have a brand new club cannon code oh that's right i forgot about this how dare i forget about this I'm we do saying. have a club cannon code it's an affiliate link that will be in the comments of um this video if you guys are looking into our other sponsor here club cannon make sure to turn your parties up to 11 check out the drew and fuse show the dafts code in the comments here and make sure your party's kitted up to 11 it'll save you 25 dollars off when you spend 250 dollars or more so 
uh, a little bit of savings to you guys. It's it's a great product. We use it at the club every every time I'm there. We use them every weekend. I use so. it about almost all my weddings. I use it. So shout out to Club Cannon. We really appreciate the love for the show and all of our listeners. And there you go. Now we can jump into the rest. Yes. So today's guest, you guys probably already know him. Like I said, um, we're a DMS podcast. They, uh, He's on a DMS podcast. You already just know this guy. We're going to get right into it. Please help us welcome Jupiter Williams from the 5 on 5 podcast. What's good, y'all? What's Appreciate up? Appreciate y'all. How you guys doing? Good, good, baby. How are you? You know, I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, it was a weird Sunday. So my Chicago Bears... We lost, but we also won because we got the first round, first pick, draft pick. I am so happy. I know I said that all wrong. I fumbled that. That's how excited I am right now. It it was just it was just poetic justice, you know. Lovey Smith, he was on his way out of the Texans. He had to lose the game for the Texans to get the first draft for the first pick. They ended up winning, giving it to Chicago, where Lovey Smith used to be. Uncle Lovey, shout out, appreciate you. Thank you. Coming through, coming through for the hometown. <laughs> How many yeah. games did the Bears win this year? A big three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, a little, a little, there. a little Demar Hamlin three. Let's yeah. go there. Yeah, we. I I know all about being a um, watching team struggle. Yeah, you guys are on top now. Yeah, but <laughs> we're 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 looking good right now. Um, you know, we haven't had a championship here since uh let's see, 1990 with the Reds. Yeah. Yep. So it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's a little rough, but we're we're looking good. I was just before we were um about to jump on, I was telling you that sports gambling just became legal here in ohio as of january 1 2023 so that's been a little interesting and this episode is now sponsored by draft yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) so you know me being me i'm kind of like i'm i'm a cheap ass about some things and then i'm not about other things and one thing is if i can get free money to gamble with i am all about that so i've downloaded let me see i've downloaded one two three four five five different betting apps so far and deposited deposited and made the minimum bets to get the free bets i have deposited a total of two hundred dollars into all the apps combined to get free apps and i have withdrawn seven hundred dollars now and i still have sorry i'm trying to get accurate numbers for everybody listening i know everybody cares (laughs) i have 93 dollars in uh draft kings still and i have I have 132 in FanDuel right now, so I'm still doing okay. I've I've been using their their free bets. What bets bets. are you making? So a lot of times, you know, I'll take – so like the nicer apps like FanDuel and DraftKings, and when I say nicer, it's just like the platforms are a little nicer. Uh, They'll have like selected parlays for you already. So, um, you know, it'll be like a parlay where it's like, Let's see. Let me see. Let me just look at one. That that way I can tell you which ones I lost last night. So last night I had a parlay. Uh, it was plus two ninety nine. I had a ten dollar bet on it, a free bet, and um, I needed the Detroit Lions uh, plus fourteen point five. Jamal Williams anytime touchdown score. Aaron Jones fifty plus yards of rushing, and Aaron Rodgers two hundred plus yards. And uh, I missed. I missed that bet. By um, Aaron Jones not getting 50 yards of rushing, he only got 48. Yeah, yeah. wow. So those parlays are, are are how I've made uh, some money on the apps, but I don't really intend on to keep gambling that much. It's just I left <laughs> a little money in there to to keep the free bets coming in and uh, yeah. using those, and then I'll uh, withdraw when if I hit and you know whatever. <laughs> but I'll take their free money, you know, when I can get it. You got to. It's playoff week. And uh, yes. Bengals, Bengals got Sunday night football this week, this Sunday. So that'll be, it'll be exciting here. We get to, we just played the Ravens last night and right. now we get to play them again this Sunday. And uh, Lamar Jackson will be, will be playing supposedly. We don't know if, if officially yet, but they're saying. That's what they're saying. Uh, now, are those crazy nights for you when the Bengals play? Yeah. So yes. the one Drew's been, so he kind of knows the, the setup, but the bar I mm-hmm. play at every Friday and then, 
I play it at Sunday during the Bengals games, sometimes before, some uh, mostly after, sometimes before and after. It just kind of mm-hmm. depends on what's going on. It is between the – there's an area of towns called the Banks. It is between the Red Stadium and the Bengals Stadium. So oh. um, it is like right down there. They shut down the street for the ta- yeah. like the pregame tailgates, and um, it's pretty cool. So, But Fishbowl is like a the, – that's the name of the bar I play on Fridays. Uh-huh. It's like a tropical bar theme. So it's – in all honesty, it's like the least NFL bar of all the <laughs> bars down there. But because we're just in that location, too, yeah. we do get like a good crowd and all that. And we throw a party and all that. And you got a good amount of TVs in there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll throw the TVs up. Um, I'm interested to see. So, obviously, the Bills game was in town this past Monday, too. Right. And that was that was interesting because, um, well, first off, it was crazy. It was probably busier than the Super Bowl down there this past year because the weather here was like 60 degrees. Oh, wow. And uh, it was just warmer. And it was uh, the day after, or it was New Year's Day Observance Day. So pretty much right. everybody was off. And it was Monday. I think we were, we opened at, we were supposed to open at four. We opened at three thirty, and mm-hmm. by the time it was like four thirty, it was like you can't move in the bar, you know? Yeah. So God, that was like a playoff game, too. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, what happened, right. happened, but it messed up a lot of, you know, the stuff. I think the Bengals kind of got a short end of the stick there. But personally, I think that was kind of the commissioner's way of saying, hey, you guys didn't play this game. So now you guys get the the short end of the stick because you didn't finish out that game. That's tough. That's tough. I don't think I don't think they should have. I, I think they made the right call to like this is they definitely made the right call to call the game. Yeah. But, but oh man, to penalize the the Bengals like that? I mean, essentially, if the bang the Bengals would have got what uh, number t- if Kansas City lost the Bengals Bengals beat the Bills, we would have right. been above everybody except if Kansas City lost or whatever. Exactly. But and then it was like because of that, it's all we we were fighting, we were playing for. A, a home field advantage, essentially. Home field advantage for that game. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So, damn. Damn. Man, yeah. Sports. Man, sports. I love sports, man. Best reality <laughs> show on TV, sports. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It's great. True story. <laughs> yeah. So we know you're originally from Chicago. You said you're yeah. a Bears fan, which is a struggle. And uh, are you are now in Portland? Do you have any teams in Portland? You know what? I, I'll cheer for the Blazers. I do yeah. like the Blazers. Um, shout out Dame. Dame is uh, Dame's been good to me, man. He's he's always had me play his birthday parties. So uh, oh. love Dame. Uh, love CJ when CJ was here, man. I played a couple of his, of his birthday parties. Um, so yeah, I, I I do love the Blazers. But when when it really comes down to it, I'm the Bulls, man. <laughs> I'm diehard Bulls. But how long have you been in Portland now? I've been in Portland for almost like. 20 22 years now oh wow I've been for for a minute you know hopped around he, here and there um uh, but in the portland the greater portland metro area for about 22 years we're gonna oh, play this segment go. video well hey there it's dolly and i must say it takes a lot of money to look as cheap as drew and fuse <laughs> well they do clean up nicely though Speaking of cleaning up nicely, why don't we get into some rapid fire? Today's guest, how nicely do you clean up? Man, that was dope. I love Dolly Parton. <laughs> so yeah, there you have like it. That's Dolly asking us to get started with this rapid fire. Um, yeah, let's go. Yes, yeah, so where are we eating in Portland? We can in only Portland. get it there. Oh, man, screen door. All right, tell us about screen it. Door. We're going to Screen Door. Screen Door has the best chicken and waffles. I'm sorry for everybody that lives in California that loves Roscoe's. Sorry about this. <laughs> That's a Long screen Beach door. staple right there. Long Man. Beach staple there. Hey, Long screen, Beach. Door, screen Door is a Portland staple. I'm gonna, yeah, so I'm going to go. We're, we're going to A-B it. Yeah, man, we're, we're going we're gonna to go to the Screen Door, and you guys are going to have some chicken and waffles. You guys are going to have some nice southern, southern food in Portland, Portland-style southern food. That's one thing I like about Portland. Um, I mean, I haven't been in at this point probably ten years, but when mm-hmm. I did go, what a foodie city! There's yeah. just so much good f- food everywhere, yeah. really, and and unique. 
everything has like a good you know, a unique twist to it very much so yeah i would i would have said uh con con is uh our michelin star restaurant uh ran by by g he was on um iron chef and i would have said that but it's so hard to get into that spot man it's by What's reservation there? and What's so their place? their food is is a it's like a haitian american fusion food and it is unbelievable absolutely unbelievable it's my favorite restaurant in portland hands down but it's hard to get uh, to it's hard to get into all right well i'm writing both of them down because uh <laughs> that's that's our new thing for this year is we're gonna actually try and hit some of these spots that we yeah, always definitely. talk about oh definitely uh, yeah and then yeah we'll get a reservation for one of the, for that spot man well i'll make sure that that happens and what is what is it is it like um what some of those uh, old TV shows where you'd have to show up and spiff them uh, a couple hundred bucks to get in, or how it, uh, how can you get in at some point? It's not quite there yet, but it will get there. Okay, it will it will get there. Um, I just know, I know the GM over there, so uh, <laughs> you know right. I have to I'll have to make a phone call a week in advance <laughs> if we can try to get in there. All right. So we got a new question, and we're gonna debut it today. And I love this question. Uh, what? If you had to pick one song for your theme song, what would it be? If you were a wrestler walking out into the into the arena, what would your theme song be? Man, public service announcement, Jay Z. Oh, I like it. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, That's just, a good just one. let 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 it roll at the beginning, you know, and then right yeah. when it drops, that's when I come out. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Uh, I like it. Oh. Speaking of songs, what about a song when, um, let's say the dance floor is starting to clear and you want to bring them back? What's a song you're going to play? I know that could be situational. But... <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, I'll go with two different situations. I'll go with uh, either Poison or Act Up, City Girls. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, for Those are both reason, good. Poison is great always... for like private events and yeah. girls. That works. And you yeah. know what? The city girls actually works well in private events too. Sometimes, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> the girls want to twerk. The girls want to twerk. They really do. Yeah. They really do. Do you have a favorite remixer and producer? And this doesn't have to be like DJ World. It can just be in music world in general. Mm -hmm. Or both. Pharrell. Pharrell. Pharrell uh, that's how I got my name. So I came up with my name was Pharrell Williams, Jupiter Williams. Uh, you know, Neptune's Jupiter. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask yeah. you about that, but oh, that's that's interesting. I like that. Yeah. Then also, yeah. Um, the Williams sisters were playing doubles at the time uh, when I was like coming up with the name, and I was just thinking, you know, what would their brother name be? I'm like, all right, <laughs> the, the, it all works. It all works. So <laughs> that's that so good. Amazing. Yeah. Did, did you watch that? Um, what is it? The new Knives Out. It's uh, Onion. Mm, yes. Glass Onion. Glass Onion. Uh, with. Um, one of the arena, she's she's sitting on the video and they're like saying saying all the shit that's going on and she's like, "Do you guys want to work out?" And she's like, "Just getting paid to just sit there on a, a live stream to yep someone yep." And she was like, "Hey, it's your money." <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, when, when I was actually watching that, I was watching it with my girlfriend and I'm like, "Hey, there's my sister right there." So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good story. I like that. That's a good. Yeah, that's that's some thinking out of the box for a DJ name. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely got to go with Pharrell. And then Pharrell, that opens up a lot of doors too. You know, with uh, Drew. How did you get your DJ name? name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as creative as uh, Jupiter Williams here. I'm just fucking boring, and that's my real one day, name. Mama, Mama Drew. And Daddy Drew got together and they created Drew Pierce, and the name just stuck. I love it. <laughs> I, if my mom, if I asked my mom where she got Drew from, because back then I think it wasn't as popular of his name, and she said it was a football player. I don't know which football player. She was just she was watching TV and it was up there. So there you go. Oh. This seventy eight. Oh, okay. So I don't know who. who, who <laughs> I don't know who that would be either. Yeah, we want to hear a a funny DJ story, a horror story, uh, a night gone amazing, anything like that 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 you can think of. Uh, we want to hear about it. So, do you have anything that comes to mind when we say uh, a crazy DJ story? Oh man, the first thing that really comes to mind off the top of my head is 
there was a night that a fight broke out with two two girls. Usually it's females. I don't know how it is with you guys, but in Portland it's usually females fighting. Um, and then every night never get a good it, girl fight. Oh I, I don't man, think I ever get a good girl fight. Oh, come to Portland, you'll get some good girl fights, man. <laughs> you will, you really will, man. And this one was wild too. Um, like drinks were being thrown, and I had stopped the music, and and I was kind of like covering my laptop. One of the girls that was fighting, for some reason, like the the fight was kind of getting closer to the DJ booth a little bit, so I'm covering my laptop even more. One girl. <laughs> Picks up my record, slaps the girl across the face, hands my record back. I just put <laughs> it back on, and then the fight just continues to go out and go out, go out into the until security was able to get them out. So yeah, that that's the crazy story. I was shocked, man. She just I'm shocked. Took the record and slapped her across the face, and they handed it back to me very politely too. <laughs> yeah. Did you frame the record and it says like on this date a girl got slapped in the face? With this record. <laughs> actually, I haven't played. I actually haven't played with those records since because the next day I got the face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you should have had her yeah. sign it. <laughs> I know. I've never seen the. I haven't seen her again. She like went off into the night. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm looking for that. It's somewhere around here. It's it's in my collection around here. Because I swear to God, I I never touched it again after that night, and I put it up in my record collection. So yeah, that's here. I can't believe that. I couldn't believe. I can't believe that. That's a crazy story for sure. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a crazy story. And then uh, I guess another one would be uh, Houston Rockets were in town, and um, James Harden was just tipping me big. Play this song. Play this song. Just, at yeah. what club is this? And this was at uh, District. District is uh, kind of my home spot. It's I want to say it's a club. Port. Okay, so Portland. We're just now getting back into clubs in Portland. Okay. Clubs are just now opening back up. So District is an ultra lounge that turns up. Yeah. So not quite a club, not quite a bar, right in between. Nice little ultra lounge. And then upstairs, it has a nice little. Uh, private area upstairs so that's where all the the basketball players were at the time and yeah he was is that is there different there. djs or is it all piped in through the the whole one no it, it's all- a it's a small spot so it's about uh 50 capacity okay uh so yeah it, it's small and it's just six q 12 qscs throughout the spot and james so james harden's sitting there and he's just tipping you yeah just tipping me man just play this song play this song play this song I get, I got you, man. Got you. Stay, just stay right here, man. Cool dude. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. When people are cool like that, it makes it way easier to do whatever they're asking. Exactly, you know? and especially people like like James Harden, you know, because everybody thinks that James Harden is an asshole. He's and and really what's not. he asking for? Maybe some of the tunes. You know, I'm always curious. Yeah, so he was asking for, um, oh my God, what's that King Combs song called? Man, I might have to do a number crunch on this. The King Combs, uh, which is Diddy's son, and he did a song. Oh, I think I know what song you're talking about. The Can't Stop, Won't Stop. The No, 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 not that one. Um, earlier. There's the one called Love You Better with Chris Brown. Boom, that one. Love You Better. Okay. He was asking for that song. He loved that song. He asked me to, because uh, Love You Better is a sample from, um, it was that Touch Me, Tease Me sample, right? It's a total sample. Oh, you were right. You said "Touch Me, Tease Me." That's, that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the case featuring Foxy Brown. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So yeah, he he just wanted to play. It. He wanted to hear that over and over again. He wanted to hear Usher. He wanted to hear some Usher and um, just some R and B. Man, I was just playing like a lot of R and B for him. Uh, a lot of Chris Brown for him. Yeah. That's cool. Was he just like chilling next to you and like? Sometimes yeah. I feel like if people don't know, like somebody like that in, is in the room and you're like doing stuff kind of for them, playing stuff that's like out of the box or weird is hurting the vibe. But I feel like if they're standing next to you and they're like feeling it, then the yeah. crowd is like feeling it. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that, that happened a couple of times, you know? Yeah, it, it helped. It, it definitely helped because, you know, you can go out of the box. You could do some weird stuff. And if they're hyped up, then everybody else would be hyped up. Yeah, but that that's a, that's also you know the point of DJing too, right? You know, you have one group coming in and say you're playing, you're playing nothing but ratchet stuff like 
beat king right just super ratchet and then a group comes in and then you switch it up and you play like some fred again like turn off the lights turn on the lights you know yeah. and that that group is like wilding out that's going to get everybody else to wild out and then you can just go back and forth with just some like weird like house hip-hop stuff right well i think the celebrity also brings that energy uh people you know people are drawn to the celebrity so yeah you, it almost doesn't matter what you're playing if if they're like up there and they're 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 hyped on it then it gets everybody else going crazy true true totally Absolutely. talking about celebrities we're gonna kind of lead into this next part one of the things that we wanted to ask you about when we were um, reading through your bio, you said you worked for Jordan Brand and you were DJing a party with when the when Drake signed with the Jordan Brand. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, to DJ the Welcome to the Family uh, party that it was just for Jordan Jordan Brand employees at the Michael Jordan Building in Nike, and yeah, I was fortunate enough to to DJ for him that that day, and that that day was very a very very special day. How do you prep that kind of show? What's going through your head? And do you are you building crates or do you just have it so dialed in you're just going to go and read the crowd? A little bit of both. A little bit of sitting with, oh, wait, what is this position? I guess this position would have been uh, entertainment, global entertainment director. Uh, this is Reg Reggie Saunders. Shout out, Reggie, Uncle Reggie. He was in uh, the Entourage movie when Mark Wahlberg was walking through and he said, hey, uh, you, you got my Jordan guy, my Jordan guy right here, Reggie. So yeah, that's that's Uncle Reggie. So Reggie brought in Drake and yeah, sitting down with him and kind of talk with him to see what the vibe would be because, you know, you could play Drake and this was for uh, Nothing Was The Same album release also. So yeah, you could play Drake all day, but Drake is in a lot of different lanes. So the lane that right. he wanted to stay in was kind of the, the chill mode, the chill Drake mode. So he wanted to hear some of Leah, some of the Sade, uh, some of the more R&B stuff that will lead into those Drake songs. The Starbucks Drake hands day. Yes. <laughs> the, Hold on, I'm going home. <laughs> yes, yes. Those, those days. Yes. That's that shit's crazy to I, until you even said that album. I completely even forgot that that was like a big Internet meme thing with the absolutely with that song yeah crazy i think that's cool you know that drake doing the the recent you know the house more all house album to me yeah. it was cool because somebody that big they can get pigeonholed sometimes mm -hmm. and he i feel like it's cool because he's like you know what screw everybody i'm gonna do this project and it was more of like i feel like a project album but as yeah. people that you know do music stuff you know that people do that they're like i want to work on this project and put it out mm -hmm. and if people feel it cool and if not cool i'm i'm drake i can do that now you know but, yeah absolutely and he but followed it cool. up quick enough with uh with his uh with the 21 savage uh split right yeah 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 with the tease too with the yeah, jimmy yeah. cook's tease yeah uh, that was good but yeah it's like yeah drake just dj'd his whole way through the pandemic really you know what i mean like he yeah. he literally gave us almost every genre except for rock and country <laughs> right you and know then, right what playing that party did you get to to chat with him at all did he come up to you and yeah yeah so okay so with that party so i was working at jordan brand and i was the brand display coordinator so what i what my job was to cater to every single function within the brand and give them whatever they need to presents whatever they need to whoever right so i had to put together all the meeting rooms and all the meeting rooms meant i had to dress like all the mannequins i had to uh, get all the paperwork together i had to just get the whole look and vibe to all the meetings um within the brand so with drake coming in for the welcome to the family that was a big meeting so i had to also prep how the big meeting room is going to look when uh, the president at the time, Larry Miller, was presenting all the Jordan brand stuff to Drake. Uh, wow. So um, back to your question. Sorry, what was the question? Did you get to like meet and chat with him a little bit? Yeah. So when I was uh, when I was DJing, he let's see, we stopped. I'm trying to I'm trying to think here. We stopped for a second. 
H. Howard White, the guy that originally brought in uh, Michael Jordan into Nike, uh, he was the vice president or yeah, he was the vice president at the time and uh, and basically the face of Jordan brand. So whenever the brand needs to go out to corporate meetings, he's the face. Right. So uh, we stopped, pause. Uh, H had to tell, you know, give, give the story about Drake and how Drake ended up uh, here at Jordan Brand. And then Drake, you know, talked to everybody, answered a whole bunch of questions. And then afterwards, you know, threw back on the music. Drake went up to every single person within the brand, shook their hand and thanked them. And wow. then when he came to me, he shook my hand, thanked me. And was, You're a dope DJ, bro. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm like, man, thanks, bro. Thanks. That's he's awesome. Like, he's like, yo, I got you. I know that you're with um, Jeff Jordan, so I, I got y'all tonight. So later on, to, later on that night, we went backstage and went to like the after party and stuff, and was chatting it up with like Drake's dad and and Ob. Party next door was there, Miguel. So chatted up with all of them. So yeah, that that was all within that same day. What an experience. That's dope. Yeah. yeah I've always awesome. heard that he's a great, great person, super nice, super respectful. Uh, yeah. It's great to hear stories like that where it like reinforces that because it's like, how can you, when somebody's like that, it's like, how can you hate their music? How can you do anything? Because, right. you know, he's at the top of the game. And then on, on top of being top of the game, he's a quality person as well, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. Forget it. <laughs> He, he's, so I, not, he's nice by default. <laughs> yeah, I, I go up to uh, Canada. My, my, my wife's family's Canadian. I go up to Toronto and we went to some of the clubs up there. And I would say it was very eclectic uh, music wise. You know, you're partying uh, yeah. up in, a, in, a, in an attic, <laughs> not an yeah, attic, right. but, you know, like upstairs in you know, this little tiny room, low ceilings. Yeah. Everybody has big old jackets on yep. and they're playing everything, man. They're playing reggae afrobeat to yeah. house to the whole bit so that album wasn't as big of a shock to me as i think it was to a lot of people is i i think it is what they're playing up there you know i agree I it's agree. very multicultural that toronto yeah absolutely and the the way that drake moves too i can't believe why anybody was you know shocked about it because he is he's just a jet setter you know he's still got the best people on the album too right yeah, you, you got Gordo producing stuff. You had um, Black Coffee producing everything on that, and then you still have Forty that's going to be masterminding the the whole entire thing. So yeah, I, totally. I love the album. I loved it. I thought it was cool too. Uh, I mean, it was what I liked about it too. And this is just my my hot take. What I liked is it was still him, and it wasn't he wasn't trying to copy anybody's sound with it right. either. Like I didn't feel like he was like oh, well, this is hot right now. Let me go try to jack this sound or like whatever. It was just very organic. Totally agree with that. When you're so. putting out that much content, you could, it's it's all right to have a, a left turn. In yeah. fact, I encourage the left turn. Right? You have to. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. So speaking of other parties and stuff you've done, one of the other things we wanted to touch on a little bit was you uh, started the, the Motown on Monday in Portland with Phenom. And uh, we just wanted to kind of ask you about throwing your own party and, you know, the struggles, the great things, what you like, what you don't. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh, man, I I love throwing my own parties. Um, that, that's what I that's what I started off doing. I started off club promoting uh, when I was still in college. And um, that that is how I got into DJing because I was always by the DJ booth and just play this song play this song my, my crew knows this song you know this crew of people knows this song and they just got sick of me and was, you know just, just learn this i'm like that, that was the point like that's what i was trying to do in the first place so um i i do like throwing my own parties uh motel monday man that that was tough um but it was tough in, it was tough in a good way man i i do like that struggle Mondays what was tough about it mondays in portland are funny bro they're um it's funny it's hard it's hard to get after what i noticed after the recession because portland got hit pretty hard with with that recession i mean just like everybody else but portland got like hit oh eight oh nine oh nine 
oh nine man and i just i remember this like oh nine it uh portland really took a hit and you know people stopped going out on the weekdays as much um the bigger spots closed um and once it started coming back you started seeing people wanting to save their energy for your thursday friday saturdays you know uh, so Mondays w- was tough. We ended up getting it going a, a few a few Mondays, getting it going to where it was almost like everybody knew where to go on a Monday, right? Uh, but then the pandemic hit. <laughs> we were just wow. back to square square zero, really. And um, we we started it at district at, at the spot that I was already talking to you guys about. So we. We did it at District, and that was like a more clubby, clubby version of a Motown Monday. Motown, I don't know if you guys have been to a Motown Monday or have one, but we have uh, one here in LA. I, but I haven't, I haven't been yet. No. Oh yeah, Colin's actually coming down to play that. Uh, oh okay, soon. I'm yeah, gonna have to link with him for that. I think the end of the month. Yeah, the end of the month, he's coming down to play that. All right, at short, I'm gonna have to go short out for sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and you so short. I've been to the know, spot. I've been there, yeah. but I haven't. I haven't been on a, for that night. But you know, shortstop is kind of like divey. Oh yeah, it has a, a divey spot. feel to it, right? But super yep. dope. That, those are the spots that Motown on Monday are usually like. We brought it to district. We brought it more to a like a clubby feel, a more uh, ultra lounge, uh, kind of more of a. More of a, like a smaller version of a of a like a Studio Fifty Four vibe, right? Because we were yeah. playing a lot more disco because people were coming there to to dance dance uh, faster, I guess you could say, right? Because you have you have your Motown songs like you know I Want You Back in the in the ninety nine uh, BPM range, right? But then you have yeah. your disco stuff um, one fifteen all the way up to almost like one forties, right? So people wanted to like really dance when they came out. So that's why we stayed into that that like dance funk disco dance vibe uh at district. Pandemic hit, everything shut down. When things were starting to get back up, district didn't want to be open on a weekday. So shout out Eric Boulder. Eric Boulder let us uh do Motown, bring Motown Monday back. But over at Fortune, the new Fortune spot that's at the Sentinel Hotel um, in Portland, kind of uptown Portland. And uh, that brought new challenges in the fold because, you know, it's everything's opening back up. So people are still kind of scared to go out a little bit. And now the places were open at the time and people didn't see it as an option. Right. Uh, So. That ran its course, and yeah, we just we just recently handed Motown Monday off to uh, Renzo uh, Mighty Moves, uh, who was a who was a great editor. Uh, I was just gonna say, I just got his edit pack in my email today. He just yes. sent out a new one. Yeah, he's yes. got a lot of dope edits. Uh, those Motown, a lot of a lot of like hard to come by edits. I would say, yeah, like, and a lot of throwbacks, know. and and they're all they're all but your three twenties, and you yeah, you have your super crispy. Yeah, you have your you have your um intro, you, you have your intro and the outros with it. So shout out Mighty Moves, man. He's been he's been helpful for me, man, in my crates. But yeah, we handed it off to Mighty Moves, Renzo, Max Bass, who has the Clinton Street record store across the street. So they they took it, brought it to Southeast into more of a bar kind of divey feel, how Motown on Monday is in the other cities. So the, that's my most on Monday story, long story, short story, however you want to call it. No, I yeah. think it's a great thing. And you bring up a great point that we haven't really talked about on the show a lot because we haven't, there hasn't been a good opportunity, but the room affects the vibe so much. And yes. that is a good example of, of how the room can change a party. Like, I think it's important when you're throwing a party like that, that the, the room, the party fits the room, the room fits the party, you know, like, because it can change things. It can change things. You know, it's like being at a giant nightclub and then throwing, like trying to throw a chill party. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you know, right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And that, yeah, that's one thing that, that, that was a struggle to, 
to kind of deal with with Motown on Monday because you're you're trying to figure out what people like, right? And you're trying to figure out, okay, so people if people like this, then we can build on that. But then different people come into the play, and then the sound changes, and then it changes with with the whole ambiance, and that's it was um, it was a very sensitive. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It was a very sensitive thing to to deal with on on a Monday because you're oh, trying yeah. to you're trying to get a vibe and you're trying to cre- create this vibe right here, mm-hmm. but then you need everybody else on the same page with the vibe. Totally. And Monday was so sensitive with that because it was different people were were coming out and it was it was hard to just tap in and and just complete that complete night were you guys pretty uh like adamant on mostly playing like motown that error stuff too or were you keeping it, it mixed up or no we we're keeping it mixed up uh motown adjacent uh-huh. uh so we you know david david bowie is not a motown artist but david bowie fit into a motown on monday night so that that's how we we played it and it, you know that's cool. that it, it works it still works yeah yeah, we we didn't want to be strict, also too, because with all of the other DJs that we were trying to bring in, because uh, we kept we kept a steady rotation of different DJs and we kept it fresh. And different DJs were bringing a different perspective into it. Shout out my boy uh, Swerf. He came in and he played like a Austin Mills Motown Monday kind of feel like a selection Motown Monday set, man, and it was so dope uh dj solo dj solo came in and he played a afro beats motown monday set oh yeah so awesome well i think this is a good uh way to segue into uh we're gonna play another uh segment video but then we're gonna talk some top music so uh i'm gonna play this video and then we'll talk some top music hey drew and fuse kermit the frog here when i'm not dealing with my pain in the ass wife miss piggy i like to talk and sing with my friends What's your top songs? A new personal favorite of mine is this! It's the Drew and Fuse Show! The Drew and Fuse Show! And they clean up nicely! Because usually they look like shit! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) That was great, man. Uh, so yeah, there's Kermit, uh, introducing us into, uh, uh, some top music. So what, what are some, you know, a lot of times we like to do Serato top five, which is, you know, the, the top most played songs in your Serato, but we Mm -hmm. were down to talk some top songs for you. Some ones that work or go to's for you. So yeah, wherever, uh, wherever you want to start. Yeah. Yeah, We're um, we're evolving the list. So it could be just your current shit that's hitting right now. It could be whatever. Yeah, so I'll start off with uh, I Just Want to Rock by Uzi Vert. That song is so yep. fire. I mean, it's perfect for me because I always play a, a uh, Jersey set in, in my set. So this fits right in. And now it's like being accepted by everybody else because Uzi got on that track, man. So this is, is perfect. That, Do you that play song. the original? Do you play an edit? Is there a version you play? Shoot, man. I will play that song about four times in a night in different different edits. Uh, just because of the demand is so high, yeah, and and also too because some of these spots, you know, you you see the the change in, the in the crowd, right? And you mm-hmm. see the to- the whole turnover. So once that turnover happens, cool. I'm I got a fresh crowd in there. I can play it again. Uh, any honorable mentions with a, a an edit or a remix? Oh man, should I? I really got to get out my Serato. It's um, all right. It's all good. One. All good. You want, you want me to get that out? No, no. no, we'll no you don't have it. to. Okay. Uh, I will mention I play Pete Down did a uh, like a uh, just kind of reinforced the jerseyness of uh, mm-hmm. that song already, and mm-hmm. uh, it's up on DMS. That's the, usually the one when I play that track. That's usually my go-to. I play that version. I probably do play play that version to be totally honest with you because I I swear to God I play four different versions of it and it's four different edits and the uh, way sorry. he did it it drops it drops into like the way the song comes in originally too so I like that yeah another another song would be um oh Rumble shoot I'm playing that 
I'm playing that song Rumble, um, Skrillex, Fred again. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm right. actually, I actually did Rumble into I Just Want to Rock on Friday, uh, oh, at an nice. opening of this new club, and that worked. Go over. It, it right. worked, yeah, especially in a, in a spot. This was actually a club, club, uh, you know, it has all the bass in it in the spot, so that's why it, it really worked. The song just dropped, and I have yet to play it, so uh. It's a little crazy sounding to me. I mean, it not is. that I'm like against it. It's just a little. I'm in Cincinnati, so sometimes people are a little hard. They it's Midwest. They're not yeah. as open to new things right away. So mm -hmm. um, it's 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 sometimes hard to introduce a song that's like so that what that song is. Right, uh, right. But I, I think it's cool that you played it. Man, um, Trey is actually Trey's is gonna come out with a uh, with the edit of that song. I'm waiting for that one. So shout out Trey's. I, I'm sure there's gonna be 18 million versions of that dropping. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for that too. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm looking for <laughs> I'm looking for the his new album though. To be honest with you, he um, there was another track he dropped and I can't remember the name of it, but that I like that one too. It's kind of drum and bassy um, Skrillex. Yeah, um, it came out. It came out this weekend too. The, it did the way back with the yeah, yeah, that yeah. one, that one. Yes, yeah. I like that one as yeah, well. I haven't, so. I haven't played that one yet, but yeah, I'm definitely definitely going to be playing that one out. Uh, let's see another another one would be um, hours and hours. The just incredible edit, and that's by uh, Money Long. So that's spelled uh, M U N I Long. Uh, it's just a good R&B song, man. And Just Incredible uh, added a it's, a, it's a redrum by him. And nice. it's just incredible. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll check that one out. Yeah, that that's a good one. I love that one. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Turn On The Light, Fred again. 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 Big. Yeah, Turn On The Lights. I love that song. So what? How many songs is that? Is that four? This boiler room set again. I had it. I had it. And dude, what a what a what a great set. There's some there's some <laughs> there's some moments in there when random people just like turning off the CDJ and <laughs> right. And he kept it cool. He just had yeah. a smile on the face. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. Best. Yeah. Seriously. What a. I don't know if I could DJ with people right up on me like that. I don't know. I, I mean, I've done it, but I feel like you're in the party gotta you're be having honest. a good time, but at the same if time, you're not, like watching the gear, like, don't fuck up the shit. You're going to fuck right. it up. If it's not my gear, it's my favorite because the only thing I got to worry about is the computer and it's hard to get to that. And it's my favorite because you just like feel the energy of everybody. And when they're feeling the song, like it's just great. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have go. to go USB sticks on that. There's no way I'd have a laptop. The laptop's getting fucked up if it's that. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need some stanches or something. You need a, a security with you too. Yeah. I got another one. Another one would be Deion Sanders Jr. It's called Candy with a K. He sent he samples Candy, of course, and um, I, I I've been playing that song out. Oh, and then. Don Tolliver, do it right. That song, that song right there, baby. You can, baby, take yeah. your time. You can. Oh my God, he samples oh, that a one. sample. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Deion I just, Sanders Jr. I Deion I Sanders can't say Jr. that I knew that there that uh, Deion Sanders Jr. was uh, making music. Uh, I thought it was a rap for the family after must be the money, but you know, <laughs> he's actually a lot better than his father and his father admitted that too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Deion Sanders jr. Candy, man. That song, that song's fire. That's a great list, man. There's, there's yeah. a couple in there. I need to check out. So yeah, good, good list, dude. Ooh, thanks. totally. Any honorable mentions It can just be like uh, staples in your set stuff that you like to play, even throwbacks, whatever. It can yeah, even be a Motown. I uh, want something you were playing at Motown that was the banger. Let's do honorable mention. Um, Prince, Seventeen Steps, the Ross Witness edit. Poof, love that song. And then uh, Vanessa Carlton. Let's throw that in there. <laughs> let's throw that in there, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then um, let's throw one more in there. <laughs> Uh, and I'm so serious too because I play that song 
in the middle I know of you a, are. the I know most you are. ratchet you set. You don't come out of, with Vanessa Carlton for, for shits and giggles. <laughs> I know you're serious. Let's do um, let's do Michael Bolton. How can we be lovers, man? Yo, Michael <laughs> Bolton is my favorite. I am the biggest Michael Bolton stand. Okay. <laughs> so so yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Anytime right. somebody says Michael Bolton, I just think off a of space where he's like, he just gets so pissed and he's like, yep. I had the name first until that no talent ass clown ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that movie, man. <laughs> I, I yeah. always think of uh, the Lonely Island skit where yes. that, anytime that comes on, I'll, I just watch it out of nowhere and it just makes me laugh so hard. Just, Hell yeah. just, they're, like, they're like going in on the raps and then he's like, take it back to the good part. And he's singing about... <laughs> Davy Jones Locker and yeah. going in on Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, it's so Michael funny. Michael man. He is a national treasure. He needs to be protected. <laughs> Him and Kodak Black, okay? <laughs> dude, that Listen. Kodak interview with the Barstool dude, Caleb Presley. So great, right? <laughs> I was so in great. tears laughing at that. Kodak Black, I'm saying Kodak Black has, he is on a career trajectory to be that generation Snoop Dogg. He is a character, right that's now. for sure. He yeah, is a character. To, I'm going to watch that interview because I'm oh, not as familiar. hilarious. Drew, Absolutely I'll send it hilarious. to you. It is just like the most awkward, funny, random. <laughs> it's so weird, but I laughed. <laughs> Those are my yeah. favorite. Those are my favorite style interviews. Yeah, they're the best, man. Like like Nardwar. Nardwar is the best. Oh, oh. fucking love Nardwar. Yeah. yeah. He's the best. He got he got Jay Z Jay Z telling some introspective shit about who he is. And I was like, no, who who are you? Like oh, Jay Z the rapper. Never mind. <laughs> it's crazy how stuff. he always digs for stuff too. Like he and what what's so weird to me about Nardwar or not weird but cool is that like every time an artist or or, or whoever he's interviewing, he like snap something from their past that's like so small that only they know about and like it's just wild to me that he is able to find out that much information about people mm -hmm. you look at the highlight clip and it's always how the fuck do you know that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that j cole clip is one of my favorites when he just had jake j cole all speechless and he's just like how'd you know that yeah <laughs> It takes their superstardom out of their they 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 almost yes. turn into a normal person and you watch it in their eyes like go from being like have this ego or this yeah. like something about them of like you know uh, uh, I'm the shit into basically back to the come up right where they're just yeah. like like it just yeah. takes all of the ego out it sucks all of it out of them and then they just become real people again and right. he's he's a true talent at that it's a great way of saying that because sometimes when you're watching his interviews, you see that like they don't even want to be there being interviewed by him. And then he starts asking questions or like, they might not know who he is. Right. And then he starts and then instantly it hits him. Whoa. This guy is like, knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best. I mean, I think we all strive for his uh, journalism yeah. in, in this podcast realm. <laughs> so, we got one other thing we want to talk to you about before we uh, do one of our final segments. And we're going to roll a video for this one because we want you to see this first. And uh, we're going to play okay. this video and then we'll talk to you about it. Dan Tony, Wings of America. Got a message from David. This is for David. Shout out to the DJ. Got a podcast for DJs. I appreciate you playing my music. Um, you're uh, going to give a shout out to the Drew and Fuse show. Keep cleaning up nicely. Keep drinking. Don't drive it though. Tiptoeing in the Jordans. They ain't Tony Wangs in America. Uh, uh, uh. I guess <laughs> we got uh, the most guy, random. <laughs> that's my guy, bro. I I need to get Jody to give us a drop, man. I, I wanted to do it without his help, but hey, that like straight up, that that's my guy. Um, I went well, all let's, around. Let's let's everyone that. who did it. Wait, wait, hold up. Let's introduce it because everyone that's not watching don't have a clue what's going on. So introduce what's going on here. Oh, okay. Man, was, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. 
All right. So what I wanted to say is we know that Jupiter here went on on tour with Riff Raff and uh, Drew and I got a drop from him. And uh, it was the most random like that's I, I like it's just random I, like uh, we were like what are we gonna do with this and then we were like we got to play it today so that's that's kind of where that that leads then we want obviously we want to talk to you about being on tour with him yeah that's that's my guy shout out riff man shout out jody uh, <laughs> shout out the peach panther man that's my guy um man i i owe a lot to him because he allowed me to go around the world with him. That was just an experience. How did that get started? How did you guys meet? How did you uh, get asked to be on tour? Yeah, so the beginnings into how uh, it went on, and then I'd like to talk more about the tour. Yeah, so my best friend, Michael Clack, he was working, let's see, he was doing digital marketing for Neff, and he convinced Neff to do some stuff with Riff from doing that him and riff became best friends so when it was time for for riff to go on tour um mike hit me up and he was like yo you're the first one i wanted to call it's like you're the only one that i know that can be out be out with a celebrity and not have like your phone out not be taking pictures you know all the time and just act like this person that you're with is just a normal person because he is just a normal person. So, um, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll jump. I just jumped at the opportunity. And he said, this was when I was first getting to DJ. So this was right after two months, two, three months after the Drake DJ for Drake at the um, Welcome to the Family. It's a good and, year. <laughs> yeah, it was a great year, man. <laughs> it was a great year. So uh, he, he allowed me to to learn learn the ropes of you know being on tour uh seeing how to sell merch seeing where all the money is coming from you know all the artists want merch money because it goes straight to the artists of course you know showed me how to you know being on tour allowed me to learn all the technical stuff when it comes to the sound engineering you know putting all the dj equipment together opening for uh dj afterthought shout out pisper's finest um, and then, yeah, just 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 being on tour with him, man, was great, bro. He is not as crazy as everybody thinks he is. Um, no, I, I doubt it. I, I I don't think it's an act at all. I just think it's not know, an act. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't I don't think it's an act. I think, um, you know, he, it's probably turned up to just a little bit more than when he's just chilling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That would be yeah. my guess. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. When, when we're just chilling, man, you hear him freestyle the dopest rhymes. Like his best stuff is not recorded, and he needed to have like like Prince uh, Paisley Park. You know, Prince just press a button, and that whole bitch is recorded the entire house. You know, like that's how the tour bus should have been, man. Because his best stuff is not recorded, and he is an amazing freestylist and just an amazing person, bro. Everybody thinks that, oh, man, we're doing drugs. We're, we're, like, drinking on the bus. Everybody thinks it's a party after after every show. No, man, we're getting back on the bus. We're smoking weed, playing video <laughs> games. We're listening to music. We're talking about talking about the night, talking about the set, talking about which songs popped off the most. That's a lot of the conversations um, around the table and smoking weed. Did you yeah. ever you talk to him about, like, how he got his start, like, on the even the show, like the G's to Gents show? You know what? I never, I never went that that deep. Pause. Um, you know, with with his, with his past, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go there. Yeah, uh, I, any, I, I didn't want to. We, we just never, just never went there. Any good stories or like uh, just good shows where the energy was just right, uh, or War, any, anything? Tour, trying to remember what city we were in. Oh, we were in Atlanta on the Warp Tour. What year is wow. this? This is 2000, 2016. Okay. See, 2016 and 2017. Waka, Waka came on stage with us, and that was one of the littest days ever. We had Emerson, E.T. on the drums. We had some of the guys from, uh, I'm forgetting what band, some of the guys from the band, just they just came on and started playing, playing guitar with everything that was going on with Riff. Oh, and then Waka coming on stage, that was 
amazing. It was amazing. And then later on that night, we went and he did a show at, is it Terminal? Terminal something in Atlanta. He did a show there with um, 2-9 and uh, Mike Will made it. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that, that was an amazing day, that whole entire day. Sounds like it. So you guys were on the the Warp tour. The this was that the main tour that you did with him, or then you'd pop no. I've done a couple. So I did the um, I did the Peach Panther tour, and then we went overseas, and then we came back and we did the Warp tour. Uh, and the, with the Warp tour, we were yeah, we were the only hip hop act uh, on the tour. So yeah. that that was that was interesting. That we we went through some growing pains. You you got to see. <laughs> You got to were see you, some grown, grown ass men going through some shit. Were you on the main stage or like a side stage? It, it switched every single day. Okay. Every single day is switched. Uh, the time switched. The, t- the stages switched. But they usually have what four stages that are like the main stages, right? Okay. So we were switching between the four stages with with the bigger acts, and also depending on the city, like Houston, we had to have like. That that main stage, and we had to have the prime time because that's where Riff is from. So Houston was unbelievable, man. Yeah. We were we were bringing in so many people. Uh, OG uh, Ranji, he came through for that, and we had the biggest crowd. We were out out doing the crowds, um, out doing the sorry the all the headlining all acts acts. Yeah, we were out doing all of them with the crowds and whatnot with uh, with Houston. Man, Houston was something memorable, bro. That was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, we appreciate you know you you coming to to do the show with us, and uh, we're almost out of time for today. But one more segment we would like to do before uh, we sign off here yeah. is um, we call it the sauce, and we have a video we're gonna play. But we 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 want it to be the takeaway if people. If new DJs, if if veteran DJs, whatever, are listening, uh, what would the takeaway be uh, that you would hope that they learn uh, or something that you would tell your younger self? So I'm going to play this segment video, and then we'll talk about it for a minute. Ah, the name is Bootsy, baby. And uh, this shout-out goes out to Drew and Fuse, all the way from Cincinnati to the LBC bobble. Yeah, I was told. You guys are quite the chefs, and you got a delicious sauce that you cooked up. Ooh, and it drips that swagoo and breaks down the recipe. Yeah, and you giving up the pee, cause it's funky. As in good, that is, finger funkin' good. On the one, by the power of the one. Yeah, without that, there is none. So get yours and be in tune with the one that loves you. Get it, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, I'll be with you. Ooh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, that was dope. Man, I, <laughs> I almost didn't remember what he's saying. I was just so like, Man, callers, man. Break down the recipe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well. Okay. What was he saying? Sorry. So, was so callers, man. I was gonna say the idea of this is just your takeaway over your career. What you've learned. Something you could give back to the community. What's um, maybe a super highlight? A mistake? Or something, yeah. Keep keep all the DJs pushing forward and growing the community. Something Definitely. positive, or just whatever you want. I mean, God, I learned so much, but you you, you got to be yourself, and you got to stay true to to who you are, regardless of what kind of situation that you're in, and and be okay to be in different situations while DJing. Like, be okay to take to take those those different gigs because you're going to learn so much about yourself and so much about, about yourself as a DJ. I mean, the other biggest advice would be take, take everything. Like, and it goes back to what I just said too. take every gig too, because you, you never know, man, you never know, you never know what, what song, you know, is going to be 
request it. I, I say I built up most of my knowledge and collection just from those random gigs where you're like, yeah. wow, I wouldn't have thought that. Uh, but okay. I, I like that. Stay true to yourself. I, I think that's the best advice you can give anybody is just, you know, be yourself and people right. will follow. It's kind of cliche, so, huh? No, yeah. not at all. It's, <laughs> it's, it's good to drive that point home because I think with the TikTok era, there's uh, and with DJs, too many people like to just follow and not be themselves. And it's like, yeah. oh, this is popular. Let me just do what's popular. And I don't think it's always uh, shows through the same as if you're just yourself. I agree. Totally. Well, with all that being said today, we appreciate you spending the time and being here with us. And if you guys are listening to us, make sure you listen to the five on five podcast. They're, they're great. They have great guests all the time on there. And uh, if there's some other links or whatever you want to plug, hit us with them. Nah, man, just, just follow me on the IG, man. That's where I'm mostly at is IG. So it's just at Jupiter Williams, uh, no spaces, I usually pop up after you type in Jupiter W. So, uh, yeah, just go ahead and hit that follow, man. And, um, yeah, follow our you, – you'll find the link to our podcast too. But if you can't find that on the podcast, we share the same uh, front page on DMS with, with the boys, Drew and Fuse. So, yeah, go check us out. Yeah, shout out to the po- their podcast. Uh, we're going to have – uh, Neek and Phenom on here shortly as well. It's a great yeah, we podcast. Five on five takeover right now, huh? Yeah, yeah. We got we I'm got all good. you guys coming on. So definitely, if you're not already, check out their podcast. Uh, they deep dive into music and talk tons and tons and tons of music. Talk is an awesome podcast. So and they got great guests, like you was saying. So thanks so much for being on, dude. We really no, appreciate thanks, you. Thanks for having me, man. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be stealing some of your guys' stuff, man. I'm like, how, <laughs> like how everything's set up. Like I said, this is weird for me being on this side because usually I'm doing the zoom and I'm pressing record, man. And everything that I'm seeing right now is, um, I'm stealing it. Stealing it, man. Dude, we, we're going to have, we're going to have two great podcasts on, on uh, DMS soon inspiration is always good man take what you need and make your guys i mean dude your guys' podcast is already awesome yeah you got tons of nah, great yeah, hey too. yours is great man i like the look on it man and you guys have some amazing people doing your segues man that's amazing so <laughs> hey shout out to y'all man good work we appreciate it all right well that's gonna be uh it for today make sure you guys are tagging us if you're listening make sure you follow until next time that's gonna be it Peace out. See ya. Peace. Peace.